0: Some Jackson County legislators are having issues with their boss, County Executive Frank White. They're asking the executive for more transparency and more communication. That's especially true when it comes to the county's annual budget. Joining up to date now to discuss the issue is Manny Abarca IV. Abarca was elected to the legislature last November to represent Kansas City's 1st District and currently serves as the budget chair. He's also been vocal about his concerns over the way Executive White and his staff are running things. And a quick note, we invited County Executive Frank White to come on the show today, and he declined. Manny, it's nice to have you here. Welcome. Thanks for having me, Steve. So what's the issue here? If I understand correctly, you and other legislators are asking questions and not getting answers. What's going on?
1: Multiple questions. Uh, we were told in public, look, you got to ask a different way uh, and Then when you ask a different way. And we were said, well, that wasn't the right question. You got to go back and get some more information. And we'll get back to you. And so public transparency and accountability here is at the forefront of what I'm trying to accomplish. And we're just not seeing it.
0: And he's just not forthcoming about what?
1: Well, well I think that requires him to be present first, uh, mm-hmm. but his staff is not forthcoming. They're not responsive in a timely way. We started the year with a budget book that was missing two months. Uh, and so that that is very da- challenging for us to then go and, and Plan for the entire year with missing months. And so when we ask for those things, we're not receiving them in a timely way. I had seven days to prepare the annual budget.
0: Seven days. We you say you're missing
1: months. What do you mean, Manny? So as we rectify our books at the end of the year, I, I was the treasurer of the Kansas City Public School Board, right? We, I've seen this stuff before. We are getting excuses as well, we don't have that information yet. We don't know where we're going to end up at the end of the year. Those are scary things to talk about when you're trying to budget. The fact that when we started January 1, not knowing where where our books closed, not knowing what was encumbered. Those are very big concerns that we should, we should all be worried about.
0: I mean, this is interesting to me because your concerns are coming just weeks, maybe a couple months into your term here. You have a fresh new relationship with, a, with county government and the county executive's office, and yet already you're frustrated.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and I think this is some degree the way that the county has operated in the past, right? Keep people in the dark, give them the information we want them to know and have them make decisions based upon those things. This is a new legislature. And a majority of us have come into this knowing a lot about government already from other roles. And so we're prepared to take actions that are necessary. And, and I think what our, uh, our our constituents sent us here to do, and we're just not getting the detailed level of understanding of the budget stuff uh, to, to do anything. I mean, we're actually... To fund things that we don't have information on.
0: It's fair to point out that you and any number of other county legislators are new to their offices, and it would only make sense that you might have a lot of questions as you begin your roles, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, and I think these are basic questions, right? When we're allocating millions of dollars, I think it's fair for us to know where those millions are going. What
0: does Frank White say about why you're not getting answers, uh, Manny? What are you hearing from him?
1: It pings pong back and forth amongst his staff. And I think this is the challenge that I had highlighted in that article is it talking about where to ask the right questions, when, to whom. For us, as, as, as a constituent myself of the county executive, I would say that it's his responsibility to provide that information to us, whether we're upgrading the downtown courthouse, modifying the administration building that they acquired. Uh, those types of things should be information that's forthcoming, not an allocation first and then information later.
0: You know, over the years, talking to county legislators, I've got to say, I've heard your concerns expressed before.
1: Yeah. And that's unfortunate. And I think maybe some of the challenges now is that there is a clear majority willing to take things on and override vetoes if necessary to get stuff done. You know, Frank
0: White uh, has said that he doesn't have to attend every meeting. Does he have a point?
1: I think minutes of past executives would show that they have chosen to be there, uh, and and the question is why not be there? This is a collaborative opportunity. We, as I think you had noted, uh, our boss. This is a balance of government, right? The legislative body checks the authority of the executive, and vice versa. Uh, but you got to be present to play. And if we're not in the same room, we're not having discussions. You're then isolating the opportunity for us to collaborate and and pushing that towards staff. We didn't elect staff. We elected a county executive. He
0: also said of uh, many of the new legislators that you guys don't understand the process yet. I'm quoting here. Everybody, he said, is trying to make themselves look good.
1: What do you say to that? I think everyone should look good for the the constituents of Jackson County. I was made note yesterday to look at our Google reviews online for Jackson County, and it's a 2.4. And that's, that's not a barometer necessarily, but it gives some indication of where people feel their government for Jackson County is serving them. And that's why there was an overwhelming support of new incoming legislators elected to change the way it has been. It's time for that change. We'll be back in just a minute.
0: There was one question that you and others had in particular, Manny. This was a $74 million line item in the budget because you guys felt it was unclear how that money was going to be spent. In fact, legislators vetoed that line item and sent it back to Frank White. What was the issue with that $74 million?
1: Yeah, I believe there were six total allocations in that $74 million. From those six, there was no information beyond what was in the title. So some situations would say, uh, development of um, of undeveloped communities, $9.7 million. And when I asked for that four different times, there was no clarity on where those priorities would be, what the the preference was for establishing those priorities. No additional information came. And so we had to check that and say, hey, we need more information before we feel comfortable allocating that. We're not saying no now. We're setting the money aside in the undesignated fund. Otherwise, it becomes something of a slush fund, right? A- absolutely. I mean, once we approve that those dollars. Um, the administration could spend those however they want.
0: There was uh, some money uh, in that $74 million you were hoping to see it go to the west side, an area you represent. But again, your concern was the money wasn't specified it wasn't clear if the money was going to wind up where you wanted it to go.
1: No, it was clear that promises were made during campaign season. Um, but that amount of money was not that large in comparison to the promises. And so I wasn't guaranteed that any money was going anywhere. And and, and for furthermore, uh, I know that there were several funds um, that were unclear as to how you then access the money. And what I noticed early in the budget process, there were several pots that were unspent from previous years. And those were promises likely made for money set aside but no process to actually expend those dollars. Frank
0: White at one point uh, told uh, the Hispanic News that uh, it was a legislature that had wound up cutting money intended for the West Side what about that
1: point? <laughs> yeah, well, I think uh, that's the most recent discussion, a uh, rumor, if nothing else. Uh, the reality is we have not been directed any line item to fund. So we can't vote against something that wasn't directed. And and he makes those allocations. So it's very challenging to say you voted against anything when there was no real vote.
0: Again, just to give Frank White every opportunity here, he also told the KC Hispanic News that he and his staff communicate with legislators. I'm quoting here, all the time,
1: I, I guess I, I missed out on that. Uh, I reached out to the, the uh, executive yesterday, seeking another follow up discussion and trying to get time with him. And this was the first time that I got direct communication. And so my guess is you reaching out to say that, hey, come on the show, help prime that. So thank you, and I look forward <laughs> to the collaboration. I want to get things done. There's enough here to uh, accomplish as many different things that the county needs. We just need to get together and do that.
0: What do you think, just briefly, Manny, where where do you think this legislature wants to go in terms of improving Jackson County? Have you seen two or three priorities emerge yet?
1: Absolutely. And we talked about them early in the budget process. We tried to work in collaboration with the executive uh, to face the opioid epidemic in Jackson County, knowing that it is it is running rampant. It's something we wanted to immediately do. Additionally, addressing uh, the b- behavioral health needs that are across the county. Those are two initiatives we directed and allocated $2 million towards. Some of that money got cut and the other got set aside and at the expense of outside agency funding. It's those types of games we need to stop dealing with in focus on the work at hand here for Jackson County. That's the stuff that the legislature wants to do.
0: Well, that's Jackson County uh, legislator Manny Abarca. Manny, thanks so much for coming in and sharing your views. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Steve. You bet. Up to Date is produced by Zach Wilson, Reginald David, Elizabeth Ruiz, Zach Perez, and Hannah Cole. Our intern is Claudia Brancart. Our announcer and engineer is Paul Nakatura. Our theme music is composed and performed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.